now welcome to the Critical Condition Sports Podcast, wherever you may be and however you're listening. I want to thank you for joining me. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Breaker, we're on Anchor, wherever we are, wherever you get your podcast from. And uh, today, I got a very exciting show, I got a very exciting guest, uh, very excited to have, you know, Enrique the Gorilla Rodriguez, uh, you know. Me and Enrique go back from, you know, all the way back down to uh, the, the Rio Grande Valley. We're both from Brownsville, Texas. Man, we actually worked at a Denny's, believe it or not. Uh, it was a serving job uh, starting off there uh, for myself and for him, too. That's when, uh, you know, he started working there. I believe I met him shortly after, you know, his senior year in high school. Enrique's an awesome dude, man. Uh, can't say good things about him. It was really good to be able to go out and get together and catch up and really see his journey you know he's three and two as an amateur boxer he is doing jiu-jitsu he's training mma but you know i'll let him talk about that with you real quick before i get into this awesome interview i just want to go ahead and let you know that you can catch the critical condition sports podcast on anchor spotify apple podcast breaker pretty much wherever you get your podcast from don't forget to also follow at critical condition sports on instagram that's again at critical condition sports if you feel like you want to get that extra content we are also on youtube the youtube material is different from the podcast people so i promise you i'm going to give you different content weekly and in my latest one it was the top five most dominant performers in Super Bowl history you can catch that video on my youtube page just going on YouTube and type Critical Condition Sports and you'll be able to find it there as well as it'll all be linked in the description below. Also, my guest is awesome. So go ahead. If you got time, check it out. The link will be in the description below where you can catch him on Instagram. I can't properly pronounce this, but I'm going to go ahead and spell it out for you. You can follow Enrique the Gorilla Rodriguez at K-I-C-K-E-R-N-S-K-I-L-S. Sorry, Enrique. I can't. You know exactly pronounce that one so again go ahead and follow enrique the gorilla rodriguez on instagram at k-i-c-k-e-r-n-s-k-i-l-s so now what am i doing right i'm not gonna let you folks uh wait any longer for this interview so check it out and now for my next guest he is an amateur fighter fighting out of, of brownsville texas he is enrique the gorilla rodriguez how are you doing enrique good good good, good. i'm doing good today um just out here, you know, trying to stay uh, committed and pretty much just grinding every day, man. Awesome, man. So uh, for my audience, um, you know, right now, uh, what do you do? Well, right now I am trying to, to be a really, um, let's say, a martial artist. Um, I know I'm like doing boxing and stuff like that. My background's more boxing, but pretty much I want to... to you know, whenever they say my name or whatever, I just want to be, um, you know, just proceed as a as a martial artist. You know. Nice. So you're uh, you're an up and cover, and you're trying to put your name mm -hmm. out there, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, how many fights have you had? Okay, so right now I've had five fights, um, but I've been actually sparring professionals. Um, some guys from here, from Brownsville, I got to spar some guys um, in San Antonio as well. So pretty much the goal is to to go pro next year. That's that's my goal. Nice. And uh, you are uh, three and two, correct? Yeah, three and two. Three wins, two losses. Uh, losses weren't that bad. I didn't lose by you know got knocked out or anything. It's just um, when boxing is more points, you know. So um, I'm not saying I was kind of new to the game, but you know you get to learn every day. So 
I took a lot from those L's and I pretty much won two, lost two, and then I bounced back. Um, and a lot that helped me in this fight, this fight, sorry, uh, was um, the training jujitsu. Um, you know, doing other other little things it helped me a lot. So just being you know involved in the game it helps you a lot. Doing little other things. Nice. Uh, now, well, talking about the losses, though, you're coming off a win right now, though. You yeah. bought October uh, 31st, correct? Halloween? Yeah. October 31st. Went all the way to San Antonio, bro. Nice. It was fun, though. It was fun. Nice. And uh, you won, uh, was it a decision or uh, did you finish the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a decision. Um, actually, so, you know, I don't know if you know, but in the amateurs, yeah. um, let's say if you have to make weight, you fight the same day. Not as in, like, the pros where you get to, like, rest the day and then you come in super fresh the next day really? so yeah it was it was wow. actually really intense bro this fight was um i don't know it was a chaos pretty much uh, a lot of things happened not everything was going my way but um let's say there was little things you know when you you have little things going on yeah. like let's say Technic. my rap weren't that good um little things were happening as in like I was the first, you know, event. I got to fight first. I didn't get to eat, so I fought dehydrated. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say anything, but the other guy was as well, you know. No excuses, but um, I got a lot of comments from the people in the audience that I did really good, even though I didn't finish him, but I did get a knockdown. You know, when, like, um, in amateurs, it's more like they stop the fight once the other fighter's not responding. So yeah. I got a knockdown, you know, it's kind of like yeah. a knockout, okay, or whatever, you know. But it was it was a really good fight. Um, I fought fresh. Um, I didn't come out with any bruises. Another thing, just went in fresh, you know. Good man. And so, so you fought that same day. Wow, it's uh, the, actually the first time I hear about that. So, how much weight did you have to cut? Um, so in two days, I went from one eighty seven to one seventy three. Yeah. So I, yeah, I cut a that's few a pounds. cut, man. Yeah, those are those are quite a few pounds, man. Oh my goodness! And so, talk about the fighting right now, especially in the amateurs right now during COVID, because obviously there's a, a lot of issues going on. Right, all right, we have to take a lot of precautions, and really, it's um, I guess it it adds to the chaos that you were talking about. So, yeah. uh, was there is it um, is there a lot of protocols that uh, the league that you were uh, competing in uh, had to take, or how was that, man? How was, uh, was were, you, were there any concerns with like the safetyness or, you know, like those COVID, COVID, COVID things, which is like a real legit thing going on in the world? Was, it, was there any concerns with that right now? Or did you have to take a test or what, what was it like, man? I mean, when we got there, they did, um, you know, take our temperatures and, and all that stuff. But um, I did notice they were a little bit more strict because yeah. it was an open. So everybody had to wear their mask. Um, if anybody was not wearing their mask, you know, they were pretty much going up to you. Hey, you need to put your mask. Even to me, I didn't take off my mask until I was inside the ring. Nice. So even the, you know, the ref had his own mask and everything. And he was pretty much, you know, trying to like keep a distance. But yeah. um, once I got in the ring, they were like, okay, you can take off your mask. Go ahead, put your helmet on. And then we went at it. So... They were pretty strict, man. Yeah, no, I can imagine. wasn't wearing the mask, and they were like, hey. Even the ref, like, the ref from the ring was like, hey, you need to put on your mask. And they had, um, they had like, benches and stuff like that. All of them were six feet away, so 
that we're taking precautions. That, that's good. I mean, it's uh, fighter safety is very important. And obviously, yeah. nowadays, we have to definitely monitor the situation. Obviously, it's been pretty, pretty chaotic. How has, um, how has, I guess, uh, I'm not gonna say quarantine, but how has been like the whole was has it been a crazy ride for you as far as far as you know, being an amateur fighter and training during a pandemic? Uh, what's some of the challenges you've encountered? Um, I think the biggest one was, so I you know how I came off to a losses. Yeah. And my mentality was like, you know what? I need to grind. I need to do something to get to that next level, you know? Because right. the next level is kind of like push your body to where you're doing new things. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Um, pushing yourself to a different limit. Yeah, right. just push yourself, you know? So um, I was already, you know, walking at 175, pretty much shredded and everything, walking, you know? didn't have to cut that much weight. Let's say if I was going to fight at 160, 165, pretty much I just don't have to eat and, you know, take a shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, you know. Um, so I had prepared really good, and then pandemic hit. So the biggest challenge was just to stay motivated, mm-hmm. uh, keep working out, um, just wait, you know, because it's, it's really hard, you know. As a fighter, you're kind of, like, used to that adrenaline, you know. So not having a goal pretty much, you know, as in like, you know what, this date, let's say for example, October 31st, they gave me a date. So I have a month or two to prepare. Yeah. That's one of the things that I kind of missed as well. Um, just the fact that I had a goal, Hey, we're ready. 31st, let's get ready. Let's prepare. Um, that was pretty much the, the biggest, the biggest um, thing that I had to deal with, you know, stay motivated, wait until all this stuff went by and then, just get ready to fight again. Was it hard to stay in shape uh, with, you know, gyms closing? And I, I mean, I'm assuming your gym was closed uh, as far as when it comes to, when it came to boxing and training, was it hard to, you know, find workouts or to, you know, stay in shape and stuff uh, with your kind of lifestyle? Well, at the time when I was living, I was living in San Antonio that when the pandemic hit and all that stuff. Oh, okay. So I was training at a park pretty much, you know, oh, okay. doing, just workouts with my other, I had another coach at the time over there. Yeah. So he was helping me a lot, you know, every day we used to go to the park, work out, everything you need to do, you know, just to, to stay fit. But it doesn't affect you, man. Um, you know, cause yeah. Like two months. Um, I didn't hit a double handbag pretty much for like two and a half months, you know, so yeah, that's it, a long it time. did affect me. Yeah. So, like, I don't have my own gym, you know, as an amateur. Um, not as in the pros, you know, they got their own thing. For sure. So, um, yeah, it did hit me. Okay. So, uh, talk to me about, uh, so, you're uh, fighting in Brownsville, correct? Training out of there. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, what's up? Oh, no, I was going to say, I'm training at um, Blazing Fitness right now. Oh, nice. Uh, where is that at? Um, I don't know if you know where Hannah High School is. Yeah. So, uh, Enrique, uh, where do you train at, man? Uh, right now, I'm located by Hannah High School. I'm training with um, Blazing Fitness. That's the boxing part. Um, and I'm actually training by Los Fresnos, okay. Texas. I'm training with TNT. Um, it's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So, um, just want to throw it out there because both of them have been helping me a lot. Both of my coaches, uh, Professor DJ and... Um, Johnny Tapia. He's a professional. Both of them are professional fighters. Johnny Tapia. Actually, so 
my uh, so I have a stepdad. So you know, uh, my stepdad and I believe my cousin, my second cousin, my cousin. I feel so guilty if anyone in my family is hearing this, but uh, they have some sort of connection with uh, Johnny Tapia, some sort of relation. I'm not sure what that is, but I've heard of him. I heard he's a fantastic. Uh, he's a fantastic boxer, man. Guy, guy looks ripped. And uh, just uh, for my viewers that don't know, spoiler alert, I am from the Rio Grande Valley. And uh, so if you don't know where Brownsville Los Fresnos is, you know, usually I'll, I'll just go to my go-to and uh, describe this to you. So uh, you know where Padre Island is, South Padre Island is? SPI for sure. Yeah, there you go. Everyone can picture that right there. That's where, that's where we're from. And I've actually, I actually uh, met, you, met you about, you know, seven years ago, correct? Yeah, seven years, man. It's been yeah, a while. It's, 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 it's been a while, man. It's fantastic to, to see you do your thing, man. So uh, why boxing? Um, it's pretty funny, bro. Like, at the – okay, so when I was in high school and stuff like that, um, I was always invited to, hey, let's go, let's go to this MMA gym or let's go boxing or, yeah. or with, with my friends, you know, at the park, hey, let's go fight. Or that's just like a thing here, I guess. It's either we're playing soccer or we're fighting, you know. Or drinking. Uh, yeah. So when I was living in Louisiana, um, at that time, at the time and place, you know, I was going through a lot. Okay. Like, you know, as in like I was going through depression. Um, I was pretty much overweight. I had just finished college, you know. And somehow I always ended up, my motivation or my, my to go to every day was let's go to the gym, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, man, I started off in Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, at a little small gym, not even kidding. It was like, it was like the smallest gym I ever seen, but the people that were really humble, you know, they, you know, they would teach you really good things. Um, and pretty much that was my kind of my escape to, um, you with fighting yeah yeah pretty much um and you know i'm not a bad fighter actually like i'm i wouldn't be doing this if i didn't think i was a good fighter you know uh but compared compared to like let's say um and any other person that's starting or or you know any other amateur um i look like i'm not an amateur you know like i've been doing this um my movement is smooth um i'm not like a rough you know like let's say somebody that lifts weights that are super rough movements and stuff you know so so i you know even the soccer playing college ball and all that stuff um, helped me out a lot so that's kind of one of the things that got me into boxing and then the other thing is competing man i love competing i love preparing and then compete against you know it's kind of like a one-to-one deal so. I get, I get you. So, is there a particular a boxer, fighter, athlete uh, that you strive to be as, or that motivates you, or that you know inspired you? Mm, I mean, there's a couple. There's always going to be a couple. Um, you have three. Um, my top three fighters. First of all, is going to be, of course, Canelo. You know, he's been doing it. He's he's small man. Um, my second, it will be definitely John Jones. Um, and my third, I mean, I know it's going to sound like kind of like crazy, but I mean, it's an MMA fighter as well, yeah. but it's going to be McGregor as well. Um, Conor McGregor, okay. Just the fact, the way that, um, 
not only the fighting, but as in like the business part, you know, it's all a little come together thing that um, not everybody can do. So, yeah, absolutely. It, it takes a very uh, special person to be able to go, you know, go through the things that you go through, you know, you're an athlete yeah. and, you know, from the people that I've talked to uh, and uh, that are in the game, man, I mean, cutting weight sucks. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, there's some people that like getting hit. There's some people that don't like to get hit. Obviously, the objective is, you know, for you to hit first. And yeah. uh, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, do you know that Connor's actually fighting uh, in January? I think they're trying to find, finalize the fight against him and Poirier. I think it's like the 23rd or 22nd. Yeah, that, that's what they're targeting, man. Uh, it's going to be a very inter- interesting fight. Um, Connor, Connor, you know, hasn't been as active in the fight scene. Um, you know, I think it's a very dangerous fight because the Dustin Poirier, uh, I don't know if you know this, but they fought before and uh, Con- yeah. Connor beat him. And uh, that's not the same Dustin Poirier, man. Um, Poirier's that's a very, it's a very bad matchup, man. I think that's a very bad matchup. It's very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, money, money is, you know, on McGregor. Obviously, you know, he's he's yeah. won it before. But seeing what Connor did and how he rose to the ranks is very impressive. Same thing with Canelo. Canelo was what 19 years old when he fought Mayweather. Yeah, he was. Very- and and it's insane. And those guys, you know, are taking leaps and bounds. So what about John Jones uh, do you like or what interests you? Because, you know, he hasn't been, you know, he's not usually, you know, making good headlines. So what about him uh, is what uh, you took from him and what inspired you from John Jones? Um, I mean, I know he's like his history and, yeah. you know, he's been odd for his for the sport and everything. But I don't know when I see him, it kind of reminds me of my style, okay. you know, um, the body type as well. So. I don't know. I just like a mirror as in like, I see myself doing things like he's doing it, you know? So that's why I pretty much uh, look up to him because a lot of like the things that I do, I mean, of course I am going to bring something different to the table, but you know, seeing what other, other people do, other greats, you know, um, that are fighting pretty much is going to help you. It's like pretty much for soccer, um, little tricks in there that you do, you know, like let's say Ronaldinho, um, you know how he's like real good with the ball, touch movement, and everything. Yeah, everything um, looks smooth. Grab is gonna yeah. help your game. I'm always yeah. open to. Exactly. I mean, good or bad, there's always something you can take away from individuals. John Jones, regardless of you know whatever you know the outside outside of the cage, uh, things yeah. were um, fantastic fighter. Really shouldn't have a loss. You know, he only has one loss. Yeah. Really shouldn't shouldn't have been a loss to be honest. And uh, he's just been uh, he's just been a very dominant fighter i always thought that if it wasn't for like all those legal things he'd probably be the goat man you know yeah without a doubt man his ground and pound is amazing with those elbows actually i was watching a fight i don't remember who he was fighting but he literally just demolished this person with pure ground and pound with elbows like poor guy man they didn't want to finish the fight (laughs) yeah so uh uh so let me let me see i don't know if you remember this but so do you remember uh, the fight against Alexander Gustafsson, the first one? No, I didn't. Okay, so um, so Gustafsson was is from Sweden. Uh, mm-hmm. At the time, uh, they thought he was the biggest threat. You know, John Jones had only won, had only lost that one fight. You know, by a DQ. Okay. And this is how good Jones is. So Gustafsson is, you know, this great, fantastic fighter all around. Gonna give him issues. And apparently, so I believe it's uh, don't quote me on this. It was about maybe a two to three month camp. And oh. Jones didn't truly train for that fight till about maybe a week or two before the fight. Oh. And 
and he wasn't in shape, man. Uh, for other personal reasons, he really wasn't in shape for that fight, and he still won. You know, Gustafson came close. Mm-hmm. He came close, man. It was a, it was a, I, I feel like it was a toss, uh, toss up of a fight, man. Uh, you know, some people had it for Gustafson, some people had it for Jones. And what's really interesting, man, is this guy only trained for a freaking week or two weeks. And the guy still couldn't get it done. You know, it, it's yeah. it's insane to see how, how good that guy is, man. So I can definitely see your point on trying to strive, you know, to be like that and how you take good points from that, mm-hmm. man. He's got a very unique uh, fighting style. Crazy. Kind of like McGregor's, too. McGregor's got yeah. a crazy stand-up style. So... Um, do you have any? Uh, are you gonna have a fight uh, at the, at the end of the year? Obviously, we're already in November. You know, does, uh, does it seem like it's you're likely to take a fight, or you're just gonna enjoy the holidays? Honestly, I want to keep fighting. Actually, mm-hmm. with my MMA uh, coach, he well, we have like a little group chat, you know, on Instagram and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and he sent uh, like a little little, you know, how you can share pictures and stuff like that. Of course. So. He was sharing this picture where, like, there's an MMA uh, event coming up. So I'm definitely going to try and talk to him to see if he can, you know, um, put me in this, I guess, this card, you know, that they have. Um, like, where's that? But he, um, it's here in Texas. Um, I don't know the, the city, um, but mm-hmm. I know it's for sure. Um, it's going to be, like, December. Um, it could be from the 15th to, like, the 20th. I know it's, like something like that you know um i didn't really look into it because i just came out of a fighting you know the other fight of course understandable and i haven't really seen him so because the last two weeks i really focused on the boxing instead of the jiu-jitsu and the ground and pound that we usually do and stuff so um definitely gonna go back monday talk to him i'm interested in, in in this event and see if um i can get on it you know it's gonna be pretty two two months at least, or like a month and a half for that training but um you know whatever the coach says if he yeah. i'm ready um definitely i mean i feel ready but people seeing outside kind of see a little bit the better picture you know of course of course the grind doesn't stop and uh so yeah. what's your goal what is your goal in the boxing game or in mma in the mma game well definitely definitely in the boxing game um one day hold the belt, at least, you know, be a champion, a world champion. So um, I definitely want to have pro fights in MMA. Um, I want to definitely get a shot to be in the UFC, you know. Um, I don't want to go too too much push in the future because you never know, you know. But as long as I can fight, I'm good. I definitely want to be fighting, you know, the best of the best. Um, so, yeah, I want to, I would definitely want to do both sports, boxing and MMA. Nice. Uh, so that sounds like a lot, man. So what, when you, what in you makes you, makes you say, I, myself, Enrique Rodriguez mm-hmm. can contend in both sports? What separates you? Mm, I don't know, man. I think who I am, my personality, okay. just with this lifestyle. Um, I've been like I'm. I'm already. Gra- I already graduated. I have a really good job right now at the moment. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. I just feel like I can. Like me myself, I can give out way more. You know, like like right now, I know I have a good life and I'm getting paid really good. But I'm not. What is that word? I'm not. Um, You're not content yet. See, like no, estoy 
no estoy así como que lleno yo como yeah, persona. You, you don't feel content. Like, yeah, yeah like I sure. Of course. So, this dream is a big dream. Not a lot of people even walk it, you know, like they don't even make a walk to to get in a ring and fight. So I definitely want more, you know, that's just who I am. I want yeah. big things. I want to dream big. And like they say, you know, if your dream doesn't scare you, then it's not that big. So yeah, yeah that's a good one. Definitely, man. And uh, so what, if somebody says, I want to fight you, Enrique, what do you have to tell those people that think that they can just go and go in and, and, and take you on? I mean, I'm always up for a challenge, you know? So anybody that wanted, they can get it, man. I don't care. Definitely, definitely. Awesome. Gonna want to do, I like, I don't, I, when I started fighting, I started fighting big dudes. Okay. So fighting heavyweights. So I already know what it is to get hit by a big, you know, 200 pound plus person. So um i'm not scared man at all you know the environment i grew sure. here um, el Valle. yeah so el Valle. my hood is cameron park you know i'm always going to represent my hood no matter where i go um so the environment you see here there's nothing you know i've seen way worse things than for sure but getting knocked out or you know stuff like that so what, what was it uh what's the hardest hit you've taken man in a fight the hardest hit? Yeah. So a hit that just like, whoa, shoot. Boy, it was my second fight. I was still fighting a heavyweight. Um, okay. Second round. I literally rushed. Well, I, I didn't rush in, but I rushed the guy three, threw a couple punches. And then the guy literally just looked down and punched up. That's what <laughs> happened. It was like a cheap shot, you can say, you know? Okay. Uh, I got rocked, man. I saw lights, but I think my recovery, I have a really good recovery and the way I, I you know, kind of persuading the thing, yeah. sorry, um, kind of helps you. The way you, let's say, see the situation going on and the way you kind of like mentally uh, see it, uh, I have a really good, you know, you know, way to to strive, you know, and see, find the, the window as like you can say, you know. Yeah. Uh, how was your? How, what was the experience like uh, when you were having your first amateur fight? Was it crazy? Was it nerves? Was it mm. anxiousness, anxiety? What was it? Yes. Um, definitely, definitely felt it in my body. Yeah. Legs heavy, arms were heavy, and that it was. It was a really, really, really good fight, man. I can remember that for my first fight, I was a main event, as okay. in like oh. as fight. So I had to way to the very end to fight you know but um i feel good man i'm not gonna lie i almost cried <laughs> hey man for, there's nothing wrong with that man no it's not like i when i won you know i was like yeah bro all work stuff like that that's for, for sure friendship. and uh so uh, so talking about all those things man it's a very very um what's the word i'm looking for a very crazy and very surreal moment i'm sure um yeah. and i'm sure a lot of emotions go into it and it's a lot of work man i mean you do put a lot of work again it takes a very special person to go out there and really just go out there and say all right man well i'm gonna go out there and you know throw a hit and take it take a hit you know yeah. how did your first win feel like um well i was having a not a rough year but um i was definitely living in san antonio i was grinding every day 
um, working as well. So my day was like wake up pretty much like at seven, breakfast, go work out, get out, shower, go to work. I was done by like 11. So I would go home, shower, do it again, man, every day. So I don't know. It was just, you can't really describe it, you know. It's more yeah. like a like a good satisfaction that all the time, effort, waking up, eating good. Um, it, it's worth it, man. It it feels it feels awesome. awesome. Felt like I won world championship, man. I swear. <laughs> hey, man, it's a it's a very big accomplishment. Uh, what's any any advice that you give to somebody that wants to start or wants to train, and you know, or maybe you know, has a little bit of nerves about beginning or even just taking the next step. What's any advice that you give for someone that's starting out or, you know, has the same dreams that you do? Um, I've noticed a lot, bro. Like, for example, yeah. for the event that I went this past week, uh, this the 31st, we had another fighter. Um, I, saw him, I saw him really motivated at first, you know, before the camp. Yeah. And as we started getting close to the fight, he started missing days. And stuff like that and then i noticed well he didn't show up you know for the fight it was his first amateur fight and everything oh, okay um but i think that you know let's say if he would have won or lost but i think if you would have just step up to the plate um and take whatever's come to you you know even if it's a loss it's gonna sh it's gonna like definitely definitely uh teach you a lesson man um so for everybody that's out there, you know, trying to just throw hands, just fuck it, bro. That's how it's supposed to be. Well, yeah, there's no time to be afraid or, or, or being a culo, how we say here in, in Brownsville. <laughs> yeah. Do it, bro. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be, once you're in there, nobody's going to be helping you. So I think you got to have a fucking mentality. Let's do it. Hey, man. That's that's a good one, man. So that that was Enrique the Gorilla Rodriguez. Anything uh, you want to say before we sign off, uh, Enrique? Anything? How could people, you know, maybe follow the journey with you or anything like that? Any social media or anything like that? Yeah, I, I'm really active in Instagram. Um, my Instagram name is K I C K E R N S K I fifteen. So that's like my celebrity name, Kikernski fifteen. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, just follow me on Instagram. Definitely, I'm really active on that. Um, I post most of the stuff that I do, workouts, um, and, and stuff that I do, you know, my normal day when I travel, stuff like that. So, real active on Instagram. Any uh, last words uh, for the audience? Um, just don't sleep on the name. Uh, we're going to get there. Definitely, definitely real motivated. And, and just all I want to do is, you know, represent my hood, Cameron Park, Everybody out there, and um, my city, man, just make them proud. You're you're definitely on the right track, man. There is no doubt that uh, one day, no doubt in my mind that you know one day the audience, the people will uh, see your name. Uh, will see your name up there in the bright lights, as they say. That was Enrique the Gorilla Rodriguez. You can follow his Instagram. It'll be uh, linked in the description below. And I want to thank you all once again. This was the Critical Condition Sports Podcast, wherever you are, however you're listening. Thank you for joining us today. Follow, Remember to follow at, on Instagram at Critical Condition Sports and on YouTube at Critical Condition Sports on there for that extra sports content. Thank you very much, everybody. As always, goodbye.